It's the Love Speak series, where a little bit of love goes a long way. Sally Lou Loveman is a mom, speaker, author, former audience producer for the Oprah Winfrey Show, and founder of Love Speaks. The number one fear people have is speaking in public. It's actually the one fear I don't have. Join me for the Love Speaks series where we leave fear behind and we speak love, like loving our story, loving speaking, doing what we love, loving each other, and loving ourselves. Our stories are what connect us and they make us better humans. Join me and my Love Speaks friends for stories, laughs, inspiration, speaker tips, and some unexpected truth. I'm so excited. I feel like I, I for sure... You are my first celebrity booking, but you're oh, not going to be my friend. Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> so you today we have a very special guest for so many reasons. Danielle Robay. She is a journalist. She is a host, a uh, TV host, and currently on the While You Were Streaming Twitter new show that I think is so cool that I want to talk to you about. Uh, she is the creator and founder of The Pretty Smart podcast and pretty smart platform and the question everything card deck which we will be playing in a few minutes because danielle robay likes to question everything she has been doing that since the day she was born really asking questions important questions and i think after all of the questions you've asked a-list celebrities and tech giants and fortune 500 ceos you've You've put the best of the best together in this deck. And this is not just helpful to TV journalists. This is helpful to anyone who is a human trying to have a relationship with another human. So I cannot wait to play with this. You know, I've Um, never played with anybody live like this. So I'm really excited to thank you for this. Oh, yeah. No, we're not pre-produced here. We're just going live with it. So you have your card deck, right? Yep. I have mine already. Good, 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 good. Okay. Um, So... Danielle, tell us about, tell us about, first of all, okay, let, let, before I ask you the first question, let me just say, Danielle, I saw in the eighth grade at a play at the local school and I couldn't take my eyes off of her. And I was like, you are a star. And since that time, she went to college, she went to LA, she lived in a garage, she hustled her work, she did her own makeup, she edited her own pieces, she landed on the Hollywood red carpet, she asked all the tough questions, the good questions, the funny questions, the ones that really like got to the heart of the celebrity who was just waiting for the basic question. That was never coming from Danielle. It was always Thank you. the most beautiful questions. And she got noticed for a very for an obvious reasons, which are that she's excellent at this work because she's been doing it her whole life and questioning everything. So now we get to participate and be a part of all of her hard work with our card deck. Yes. Yeah. So, but first of all, I want to just ask you, you know, I, I had some dental surgery, which is why I'm talking funny. I had my 60th birthday extravaganza. I was sort of off off of social media for a while, but all of a sudden I'm seeing like, what's Danielle doing? She looks gorgeous. Something's new. She's on a set. And all of a sudden you are the host of Twitter's while you were streaming. Tell us about that. 
Well, it's actually um, a really interesting story because I remember we did your podcast a few years ago. Yes. Um, right when it launched. And you, as always, you asked me really insightful and some really incisive questions that got to the, uh, the heart of what I was feeling that maybe I didn't even plan on sharing. And one of those stories was that um, when I moved to LA, all I wanted to do was be on E. I wanted to be the millennial Barbara Walters, but it, I wanted to be on E and ask uh, sort of more cerebral entertainment questions. Right. And I had gone into E so many times. I had had meetings there and each time nothing ever happened from it. Um, actually, I would come back and feel like I would cry a lot uh, after those meetings because I felt like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what, what's not connecting here? And um, as I got a little bit older, I started reading and becoming, um, I think, more introspective and into following some spiritual leaders that helped me sort of surrender. And I just mm. said, what's meant for you won't miss you. And what misses you wasn't meant for you. And I really lived by that. And I was like, maybe this was not meant for me. And so I need to go find what is meant for me. Mm. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I was actually about two weeks away from quitting because I was so frustrated by like my financial insecurity and the uncertainty of this business. And I, uh, I'm 31. A lot of my friends are kind of settling down and finding um, more consistency in their life. And mm. I feel kind of far from that, to be honest. <laughs> so I was worked up and I thought I need to go find a new career. And also running out of money. So <laughs> um, I got a call from a producer at E! that said, we're starting a new show and we think you might be a great host for it. Can you send us some links? And I sent through a few really old links, like from 2019, because it had been a pandemic. I didn't have a ton of updated footage right. that made sense to send. And I sent through those links with a few bullet points. And I kind of just was like, usually I'm way more thorough. I just sent this email and thought, whatever, you know, like I, I I'm done. If what, who cares? And I got a call that I got the job. Yeah. Oh. It was ah. so sh I didn't have to audition. It was shocking. Like everything in my life has always been very, um, challenge. I've always had to work really hard for a job. Right. right. It never just fell in my lap. This was the first time I think, and I don't think it fell in my lap. I think there were years of hard work that amounted to this, but of course it felt really it just clicked. It was so wonderful. What you're saying is what we talked about this on the last, um, on one of the podcasts I did recently, when you work really hard and then you kind of, you get to a point where you can sort of wing it because you mm. know what you're doing and you're in your purpose and like you can, you can wing it a little and you don't have to care as much, you know? And all of a sudden, that's when things start to fall into place. And you use the word surrender. You fully surrendered, yes. which allowed for the right thing that you didn't know you were wishing for with the company that you thought. That's very powerful. That's it really powerful. was because I'd always heard people talk about surrender. Right. And I thought I was surrendering. Like, I really did kind of think I was doing it and I didn't, it wasn't connecting. And so it really it's real. I, I yeah. felt it for the first time in a real way. Yeah. That's, that's a, it's very inspiring. And you're, like you said, you're 31, very, very early to learn that lesson, which is phenomenal, phenomenal. So okay. you're, so this, this, you're doing this from LA. 
correct? Yeah. So it's a partnership with Twitter. Twitter, And um, we, it's like the post-show of pop culture. We talk about TV, uh, like the biggest moments or premieres or finales. And uh, it's for real fans. Like I watch everything I always have. Right. Uh, I know you love TV too. And it's, it's like, it's for people who instead of texting their friends in the group chat, come to Twitter and talk to us about what's going on. Right. Well, like, you know, I just was with my family and even with my own family, like my children and my husband, but then my bigger extended family of sisters and nieces, like we are constantly talking like what we're watching. And we talk about the people that we're watching like they are our family. And I don't know what it is, but like I am so deep into the new Kardashian show. I never oh, yeah. watched Keeping Up, but I love the new show. And I am I am like undone about Chloe right now. Like, I, I, I mean, she's so past it because, of course, that was, you know, obviously a, a while ago. But I mean, just everything, even not reality shows, even, you know, scripted shows like we like, you know, the Ted Lasso's and all of it, like where yeah. the Shit's Creek, all of it, like and, and don't get me started on Ozark because I don't watch it. But like all of it, there's so much good content coming out that that is yeah. exactly why we need shows the what you're doing well so. i think we're in the you're hitting on something like we're in the golden age of television yeah. in so many ways and so yeah. there's so many choices and it's like how do you choose how do you know what's good and then once you do watch something like you want a place to discuss it and so right. it's been really fun and we covered the kardashians like it, it i get to do <sighs> scripted right. and unscripted which is really Really I fun. mean, Danielle, it's like being for you a kid in a candy store. Like you're oh, yeah. doing your exact favorite thing. Exactly. Like <laughs> I would be doing so this with my friends. It. Right. Yeah. So it's so fun. It. So Thank I'm you. I'm so proud of you. And um, I love the message that you're sending that if we just surrender to it and just say, you know, I'm going to throw my name in the hat. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's not like you're being cavalier about it because you've You've sent them the links of all the work you've done. And then for them to hire you with no audition. I'm sorry, you that is that is full arrival. Like you have arrived and you're 31. I don't feel that way. Well, you have. I so because I say so. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You are you've been my guru. So uh, I'll take your word for it. Please, please, please. So I I I mean, I I watch some of your clips and and you're real. And I watch, you know, these these Hollywood megastars just go like they tilt their head like, what did you just ask me? Oh my God. Like I've never been asked that question. When someone says I've never been asked that question, you know, it's a home run. Right. And as an interviewer, like what's a greater compliment, nothing, nothing. We just wait for those moments. You wait for it. You wait for it. So you get that a lot. And I I just love that for you. So thank you. Here's what I want to do today. I want to play. Um, I love everything about this sexy box that slips out like kind of like a cigarette box and it has 52 questions that you can ask anyone, (laughs) your friends, your family, your coworkers, your date, anyone. Actually, they've been, a lot of people are using them on dates. I was shocked by the feedback. It's great. I mean, it's just cut to the chase, you know? I mean, like these questions are so, some of them are deep. Some of them are fun. You know, you kind of like, 
your, for your 52 choices, I know you have 152 questions you'd want to ask, but for your 52, you have a wide range of fun questions like what should be required reading for every human or who do people say you remind them of? I get that. I get the same person every time. Who, or, who do people say? It is every time Sarah Paulson. And I'm like, <gasps> what? Oh, my God. I, I don't, don't see get that it at all. I don't see it. But when I say Danielle, it happens twice a week. And if I'm it, when I'm like working in a television studio, it's like 10 times a week. Like because I see more people. Yeah. Um, you don't even have the same coloring. I, it's so interesting to me. That I is get it so funny. All the time. All the time. So, um, OK, why don't you that. start with since you're the journalist, you ask me and then I'm going to ask you. OK, OK. Do we do how are we playing? Are we doing one card and we both answer or one card, one card, one card, one card? OK, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. This is so this is so fun. to hear your answers. I'm nervous. OK. Ooh, OK. The single best party you've ever been to set the oh, scene. I saw that today when I was like going through them, the single best party that I've ever been to. I've been to so many. I just had my 60th and it was so much fun. But I will say that, um, you know, the Oprah parties were pretty freaking fun and special. And we had a lot of them. So I'm trying to even think of the one that comes out through my head, but I like the, on the top, I should say. Right. And I'm seeing them all. I'm seeing, you know, the clo the, the, the rap party. Um, you know, I, I'm going to go with, um, we had a party after her 50th. Okay. And we just opened up from the show that we did into studio two. And, it was like all set up and like Stevie wonder was there <gasps> and like, just like casually, like it was, it was just so exciting because the people that showed up to surprise her on the 50th show, the television show, the Oprah Winfrey show just stuck around and like hung out. And here we were just having a staff party for our boss, but Stevie wonder was there. And there were so many other, like John Travolta was there and, you know, it was just, it was like Hollywood had come to our, our, our set, which they did. Oh, so that and was it sounds really, like great music. It, yeah, that was really special. Um, but, but I did just have my 60th birthday, uh, with just like 25 women, uh, who represented all aspects of my life from my sisters, my nieces, my mother, my cousins, my college girlfriends, wow. my home childhood girlfriends. They were um, all in one room. Yeah. Not my work friends, because we did that in Chicago, but they were all in one room and I danced on and I, I don't drink alcohol anymore, but I had the best time. I looked like I was drinking, but I was not. And I was dancing on the table, on chairs, on anything I could find. And it was just it was joyous. It was joyous. that is so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm okay. actually doing an interview about how to create meaning in groups. And because I go to all these weddings and quite candidly, I'm like so bored of the same thing. Yes. And you did something that I learned from researching this interview, which is like, you're supposed to set an intention or a purpose for each gathering. And so instead of just saying, I want to throw a birthday, it's like, what do I need or want out of this party? And it's like, 
you wanted like representations of all parts of you from all timelines of your life. Like, so you set such an intention. I did. I wanted to look around the room and know that each person was very meaningful to me. I felt, I felt sad that I didn't have my Harpo family there, but we did that in Chicago. Uh, But yeah, it it, it was definitely an intention. Um, Oh, okay. So that's going to be your next card card deck of, of, of how to have the best party with an intention. Yes. I'm going to ask you a question now. What's something you wish people could see about you that they don't see at first glance? Oh, I've never read this one. I love that. That's actually one of my favorite questions in the deck. So good. Um, I asked, I, so I asked one at the end of every interview and that's the one that Maria Shriver got and she had such a good answer. So I'm trying to try and top hers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Top Maria. Um, something that I wish people saw about me. I wish that people saw that I really like to have a good time and laugh. I really love to laugh. Yeah. And I think sometimes I can come off a little serious because like, I love depthful conversation. Right. Um, like I care about a lot of things that I think come off as more serious. I like politics. Um, right. And I really, I do kind of wish that people saw how much I laugh. Right. Right. Cause you're silly. Yeah. You are silly. I am silly. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't think that people see, especially on social media, I don't think I show that side of me as much, which is maybe something I need to look into. Ooh, that would be interesting because yes, your social media is very, um, is very polished and very, uh, beautiful, beautifully curated. And you have a lot of sponsors. Yeah. And you have a lot of sponsorship and all of that. And it's beautiful. Ooh, I would love to see you be a little silly on social media. Yeah. I think that's something I need to dig into. Okay. Thank See you how it goes. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's part of the cards, right? It's like self-reflection in a, exactly. in a confronting way. <laughs> and discovery and discovery, which is so phenomenal. And it's like you say the most interesting thing about a person is to be interested. Yeah. I love that quote of yours. It's like you, if, if you're not, it, you know, when you're standing in front of someone, if they're not interested in talking to you, yeah. It feels awful. And then to have someone in front of you that you're fully interested in listening to because they're interested in you, that's just like fireworks. That's, it is. That's, I love that you say fireworks. It it's is. sexy. It's mm-hmm. fully sexy to be interested in someone else because that's yeah. interesting. It's the most interesting thing. Like I think people go into networking um, gatherings or family gatherings and they think like, you know, how can I, how can I make something of this moment? Or if you want to impress somebody and you think about, well, okay, what's an interesting story I can tell, or what's something cool that happened to me this week so I can like have a prompt. And you actually don't have to do that much work. All you have right. to do is listen to people and ask questions and you're exactly. way more interesting to them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're so okay. smart. You're so smart. You literally are 31 and you're smarter than most people my age that I know, like you're just, you have this, this energy and this wisdom that comes with experience and for you to have it now in your early life. Um, you're, I I remember talking to you, like you always felt like a little different than your peers, like when you were like six and 10, because you were, you were asking the moms on the play dates questions instead of asking your friends. But that's you. That's who you are. And it's beautiful. I love it. 
You know, I'll, I always steal a line from Oprah because she said her favorite part about her job is that she gets to learn to live better through other people's stories. Yes. And that's how I feel. Like any wisdom I have is sort of like a collection of yeah. other people's stories. They've been so generous with me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so it's like, I, I get to hope I, I make my own mistakes, but I get to learn from a lot of other people. Yeah. 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 I agree. Okay. okay. Hit me with another question. Tell me when to stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. Ooh. What lesson has taken you the longest to learn? Oh my God. I, it's a good one. That what is that when something is going on in my life, that's hard. Like, oh, sorry. When I am having a difficult time with someone in my life, it's not a, it's, it's not about me. I'm not saying that I don't take ownership for my shit because I do. But when it's really hard for me to learn that the person who has decided to either exit my life or doesn't like who I am is more about what's going on in their life than mine. Again, mm. I say that with full responsibility of like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm, I'm perfect and I'm not wrong. But what I'm saying is that so much we think um, when we're in relationship with people and it goes in a different direction in a hard direction, that it's always about us. And it's, and I, I've learned this really, and it's taken me a while. I've learned this also for my own children. Um, my son is going through something right now. And I'm like, it, 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 this, this is not about you. This is not about you. This person that's not responding to you has something going on in their life. And, and we yeah. all know this, but when it feels personal, it's so hard. And it's one of the hardest things. And I'm going through it right now with a friend. And I, I just, I just know that, that our, our issue is not about the friend not liking me. It's about the friend having something going on with themselves that they're reflecting on me or projecting on me. And somehow I'm triggering it. And that's what we need to work out. And, um, you know, what's yeah. interesting is I feel the flip side of that too. Sometimes like if I'm annoyed or frustrated with a lot of things in my life, I always am like, what's going on with you, Danielle? Like it's not everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause like I, I've, uh, you know, a, a couple of times I'm like, okay, what's the uh, constant here? Me. Okay. Right. I, mean, I just went to my therapist in April and I was like, what's wrong with me? Because I, I I just had another hard relationship that I was like, what's wrong with me? And she said, there's nothing wrong with you. What you want to know is how can you grow from what is happening right now in your life? So I'm like, oh, is that why you're a therapist? Of course, of that's course, that's what reframe. I'm supposed to think. Right. And no one's perfect. And and I get it. Like we all we all do things that are, you know, not always easy on people. But yeah. I think it takes I think it takes a lot of wisdom, experience and self-confidence to say I'm not going to take it personally and I'm going to ask the person what's going on in your life that is making you feel this way about me. 
And then own the shit that you know is yours. So I love that you never gloss over stuff. Like you always are the real (laughs) deal. And no, really, because it's like, we don't learn from people when it's like a half story. Yeah, Um, no. And my whole life, you've always shared the real stuff with me. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I would share anything with you. Anything. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more question because I love that. I could do this all day. Okay. I'll do it the way you did. Tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Ooh. What do you want to be known for? Oh, these are so hard to answer. Danielle, you (laughs) made them up. (laughs) They're your questions. (laughs) Ooh. What do you want to be known for? I met somebody a long time ago that asked, said, you have to write a mission statement for your life. Mm. And it helped me try and answer this question, even though it's still really hard. Um, What do I want to be known for? I think I really want to be known as an interviewer who helps people feel seen, whether it's the people that I'm interviewing or I'm able to pull out stories from people that help the listeners and audience feel seen. Yeah. That's really important to me. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about that actually, because, you know, so many of us feel so alone in our story and in our lives and, you know, having worked at the Oprah Winfrey show, that's what it was all about. It was, you know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you do, do I matter? And after, you know, every single interview Oprah ever did, whether it was with Beyonce or a regular person who was sharing their, their struggle or their joy, they always said, you know, how'd I do? And because everybody wants to know, did I do okay? Do you see me? Do you hear me? Do I matter? Mm-hmm. And that is what, that is what you, there are so many journalists out there, broadcast journalists. And when a, when a broadcast journalist actually cares enough to make sure that the person that they're interviewing feels seen, that's, that was the secret sauce of Oprah, besides the fact that she's a brilliant, you know, wonderful, giving human. But she really cared that that person felt seen. And for you to feel that same way, and I, I, I as I said before, you know, when you've got like, I'm just going to make up a, a celebrity because I can't, I mean, I've seen them all do it, but like a, like a Bradley Cooper, like, wow, like somebody like tilting their head. Like, did you just ask me that? Like, they really feel like not only did you do your research, but you're really making them feel seen because they get asked at those junkets question after question after question. And that's yeah. probably what made you think like, I don't want to do this. I want to really do th- something that's more meaningful, which is why you, you know, launched your platform pretty smart. Thank um, you for that. You yeah. always make me feel seen. Tell uh, those that are watching the, uh, uh, what pretty smart is because it, it is a, uh, it is, it's ironic, right? It's uh, it is. the way it is. Yeah. It's, uh, I came up with the name because I read a book when I was doing a morning show in Chicago that uh, Dr. Renee Engel wrote called Beauty Sick. And the first page starts and says, 54% of women would rather be hit by a truck than considered fat. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, like my stump, my heart went into my stomach because if you'd asked me in high school, I would have said, well, how fast is the truck going? Or like, <laughs> is it a truck or a Prius? And, 
it's funny. Will I break a leg like, or will I die? Like, right. exactly. That's right. really what I would have thought though. And I think all women at some point in their lives, because we go through so much transformation as, as girls and women that you feel some sort of a version of that at some point. And not that men don't feel it, but they don't feel it in the same way because so much of our currency and value is about how we look as women. Right. And that's what the, that's the thesis of the book is that no matter what you are, or how accomplished or how beautiful of a soul you are, the most important thing you must be is pretty. Right. And I thought about you and I thought about <laughs> Karen Malkin and I mm-hmm. thought about my mom right. and I thought about sort of these I call them like spirit guides in my life because I had been lucky to be surrounded by a lot of really beautiful women. And they were pretty bold, pretty witty, pretty strong, pretty smart. And so having worked in Hollywood, I was like, you know, people actually have a lot to say and they're just not being asked those questions. So I'm going to interview people that put a new spin on pretty. So uh, I call the whole podcast a love letter to women with something to say. Right. I love that. I love that. I love that. And um, I can't wait to watch with Brooke Glazer. I still haven't done that, but I'm going to because that's your most recent, I think. One of your yes. most recent. And she's, and she's one of your clients, which yeah, I love. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. Well, so um, I just, I love that. What'd you drop? <laughs> I dropped my um, the power cord. I need so much. Okay. Um, I, where can people find you? At Danielle Robay. At Danielle Robay, R-O-B-A-Y. Uh, right. And everything is on Instagram. So there's links to the question, everything card deck. Right. And the Pretty Smart podcast. All of that is on there. Right. And be at Be Pretty Smart is for the podcast. And I think that this has to be one of the best gifts you can give a girlfriend, a mom, a coworker, your date. If I could just shut it. Okay. And it it's just, it's a great, it's a great Thank hostess you. gift. It's a great stocking stuffer. It's just a great gift. Tap into the power of questions to get curious. Your curiosity will lead you to whatever you're here for. Danielle Robay, thank you for being here. Thank you for asking all the good questions, the tough questions, the meaningful questions, and the funny questions. So thank you. Uh, I just have to give you a little plug because when I started to launch this, um, I didn't know how to communicate it to the world. And of course, you were my first and only email and (laughs) you helped me uh, communicate what uh, the launch video should be about and what uh, like what I had in my brain and my heart that I couldn't say. And so um, this wouldn't really exist without you. So thank you. Well, that is absolutely not true, but thank you for even letting me be a sliver of it because I had so much fun uh, that night that we got to like, just really the best. throw around some ideas, but you're a beautiful writer uh, because you're a beautiful thinker. So you wrote the all this little card that tells everything about this game says it all. So thank you. There you go. All right. Thank you so much. Love you, you, Danielle. Okay. I love you. Okay. Love you. I have loved speaking with you today and I want to speak with you more. So follow me on all of my social platforms at Live Love Speaks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want more stories like the stories we speak here on the Love Speaks series podcast, go to lovespeaks.com and pick up a copy of my new book, Speak. Love your story, your audience is waiting. 
to step up your speaking game and your human game. Check out my blog while you're there. Thanks for listening. Your love speaks. Your love speaks.